guys, welcome back to In This Space with me, your host, Taylor Nicole. If you're new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. And if you're not new, welcome back. I'm so glad to have everyone here today. Welcome to the fam. (laughs) And last time we had talked about the fruit of the spirit and the first one we talked about was love. And so while I was studying that last episode, I had got into a little bit of different rabbit holes where I would be studying about one scripture, then find more, and then study that one scripture, then find more. And so love is covered so much throughout the Bible. God is love. And the foundation of our Christian living, honestly, the foundation of it is um, love. So I was feeling like encouraged and kind of entitled to go into love a little bit more deeply because it's the foundation of our lives. It's the foundation of how we should live as Christians. And so I've picked out Romans 13 chapter, no, Romans 13 verses 8 through 10. And so Romans... The book of Romans was written by Apostle Paul. And in this book, he is pretty much um, writing to Christians in Rome who were primarily Gentiles. And so they were people who were not of this faith originally. And so that's why it says they were primarily Gentiles. And we have many people of this world who weren't Christians at first, but now they are. And so this is such an interesting book to really read because Paul is explaining righteousness and practice. And he's kind of just giving them tools to understand how to move, how to work, and how to act in their faith. Um, So I'm going to start reading verse 8. And the first one says, let no debt. What am I saying? (laughs) Okay. Let no debt remain outstanding except the continuing debt to love one another for whoever loves others has fulfilled the law. Now, in this one, it's saying that, you know, no debt can be as significant and our debt or our obligation to continue loving other people, it's an obligation that we have to love other people. It says specifically in Mark 12, um, chapter 29 through 31, that we have an obligation to love other people. We have an obligation to love our neighbors as thyself. And so that is a command. That is something we have to do along with the other command of loving God with all of our hearts, all of our souls, all of our minds, and all of our strength. That is also another command that we are called to do. So with that, we have two obligations that they address in Mark. So that obligation to love other people is not a debt we can pay off. It's not just a debt we can say, oh, I love those people enough. I'm I'm done. You know, like, no, this is a forever calling. This is a forever obligation that we have to fulfill in our lives as Christians. And verse 9 says the commandments 
you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and whatever other command there may be are summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. Now with this verse, we really can really think about this on a whole different level because Honestly, these are telling you that if we loved more and if we loved, like biblically, if we loved each other the way we were supposed to, then many of these things would not be happening. But obviously, as you know, we are a fallen world. We are not perfect and we have a human nature. And so it leads us to make all of these different choices in our lives. And so this is telling us that if you loved your neighbor as yourself, you would not want to, you know, you would want to honor your mother and father. You would not want to steal from your whoever. You would not want to steal because you would love your neighbor as yourself. You would not want to kill because you loved your neighbor as yourself. You would not want to bear false witness and spread lies against your neighbor because you loved your neighbor as yourself. You know, you would not want to covet and take things from people because you loved your neighbor as yourself. Like you would not want to commit adultery within your marriage because you love your neighbor as yourself. So obviously these are easier said than done and God knows that and so these commandments could really be fulfilled with love. And verse 10 says, love does no harm to a neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. And like I was going to say, so if we had love, we could fulfill these commands. We could fulfill the law, but obviously we as humans, we are not able to do this perfectly. And obviously we can't perfectly fulfill the law. And so that's why Jesus Christ had to die and sacrifice his life on the cross because we are not perfect and we could not fulfill the law. So knowing that we could continuously keep working towards loving others in our lives as Christians, knowing that we can continuously change our hearts so that we can start to change our nature is truly what we are supposed to be doing. Now I want to make emphasis on the beginning of verse 10. Love does no harm to a neighbor. Biblical love, true love, this biblical godly definition of love says that love does no harm to a neighbor. So you may think that you're loving but if it's harming someone, if it's harming your neighbor, if it's harming your friend, if it's harming your boyfriend, if it's harming your cousin, it's not love. Like that is one of the things like I think we have to emphasize the most. Love does no harm. It does no harm. It's not fearful. It doesn't instill fear and it doesn't instill pain. Love does no harm. And so a few things I want to make sure to reiterate is that what's in our hearts really shows throughout our actions. 
And sometimes we have unconscious or unconscious things going on in our hearts that we don't know is affecting our actions. And really the conscious things is something you know is there and you just are like, that's just the way you are versus an unconscious would be more so like your nature, your flesh, you know, what we experienced in Genesis. Just human nature is really what's unconscious inside of us. And that's what we're trying to reshape and grow and break. Um, so those biggest things that I want you guys to remember or take away is think about how do you love your neighbor as yourself? And if you're not sure, maybe just think of like three to five things, examples or times of how you love your neighbor as yourself. Or even just think about maybe what, how you want to love your neighbor as yourself in the future. And even just think about how you show your love for God because really how you show your love for God will affect how you view your neighbors and how you handle your relationships with your neighbors and your friends and your coworkers and, and your parents and your family and things like that. So that is all that I have for you guys today. Thank you guys for tuning in so much and I can't wait to see you guys next time. Have a blessed, blessed day.